Welcome to Shop Therapy. Let's talk beauty. So grab a glass of wine. I always need a glass of wine. And get ready to spill the tea. He could get a little uncomfortable. This is Shop Therapy. Welcome to the second episode of the Shop Therapy Podcast, guys. We made it to show number two. This is a a podcast exclusively for beauty industry professionals. In today's show, Big Hair Days, we brought along our first guest. Yes, it is going to be so much fun. You guys are in store for a great show. The shop is closed. Clients are gone. Pop the bottle and join us as we explore everything and more. Oh my gosh, this bottle didn't give me like the (laughs) The pop pop that I needed. And on top of that, it was very hard to open. So there we go. But either way, it's going to be really, really good. You know my favorite sound. Pour it up, pour it up. So we are drinking rosé today. This was at the request of our guest. She is fancy. So it will be a rosé big hair day. Cheers. Cheers. Let's see. Okay. You like it? I do. You know, um, it's a mixture. It's a sweet and kind of tart. Is it too tart for you? Because no. you usually like a little bit sweeter. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Do you need strawberries? I mean, you know, that'd be a little cute to top it off with. But, you know, I'm not going to get all fancy on y'all just yet. <laughs> to our future guests, just know that would be a lovely request. <laughs> How was your week, Shay? Um, my weekend was amazing because it was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I had, like, such a great day. Um, my friends, uh, my boyfriend and my friend, they got together and they got me a massage. Um, yeah, it was so nice. Um, I went to Newberry Street. Um, well, actually, not just a massage. I actually planned this full day for me, but I went to Newberry Street. I was at the Salon G2O. Oh, how was that? So, the place is amazing. Mm. I feel like they've moved locations recently because they're in a building and they're on the second floor. Yeah, so they had a huge renovation. I know two stylists who work there. Okay. And, like, I think they shut down for, like, two months. When I heard about that, I was like, that's kind of deep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Business-wise. But looking at, like, their social media and stuff, it looks really beautiful inside. Hmm. I wonder if they went to work at different salons they during did. that. They did. Because two, the two stylists that I know, they didn't go to the same salon. One of the stylists, her and I, worked at a salon on Newberry Street when I first started in the industry. She went to go work back there. And then the other stylist I know, I forget which So I honestly want to say she went to Aveda. Oh, really? In Prudential, if I'm not mistaken. Or it might have been, um, what's the other one in Prudential? Mizu? Maybe. I, I think so. It was one. It was some salon in Prudential. Or maybe in that area. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Too. But I, our guest today works in the Prudential, so we can ask her when oh, she gets right, home. Oh, right, right. Um, but it, it's so interesting just to kind of 
go off of my birthday really quickly i know a salon who did renovation and all the girls worked at a different salon and used a different hair color so then I know this from the distributor end of things. So then when their salon actually opened up, mm -hmm. they wanted to continue on with the product that they were using at their in-between salon. And it was, I want to say, almost like a year to two years worth of a switchover. Yeah. Because once you do a build-out and you do that build-out with the company in mind, it's very hard to then revert to something else. You have to bring in the education to make sure everyone's being properly trained. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. But overall, though, the massage, did you, this is always my interest in massage. Did you have a male or a female masseuse? So I had a male. Mm. Um, it was funny because they asked if I was okay with a guy. And I'm, I don't know if it's because I work in the industry. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, whatever. I know that he's a professional or, you know, you assume right, that right. he's a professional. But shout out to Jeff at G2O. He was amazing. I did get a sports massage, and I had never had a sports massage before. So my butt. He was hitting all areas. Oh, my gosh. My butt is still in pain. But my back pain is gone away. He, so did you tell him, because you know how like, they do the like the consultation, you have to circle the things on like the consultation sheet. Did you tell him like you were a hairstylist? No, because you know me, I was taking a selfie in the, <laughs> for real, She's so I was taking a selfie in the, what is it called where you get dressed at? And the, the, oh, the, like the dressing, dressing room. room. Yeah. yeah, I was taking a selfie and the lady had to come and say, hello, your appointment <laughs> is ready. So when I actually met him... I was like, I'm a hairstylist, and he was like, say no more. Like, I know exactly what you need. He knew exactly what I needed. He did exactly what I needed. It hurt. It was so funny, though, because he had a Jamaican accent. I don't want to say Jamaican, but he had, like, a West Indian mm -hmm. accent, right? Um, and he was massaging me, and I kept on tensing up. And he kept on saying... Breathe, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have just laughed out just like that. Like, I need you to, like, just not talk. No. Because it's I, messing up my zen. No. It, but <laughs> it was, it was, it was actually kind of calming because he would, like, do it as he was, like, pressing something. And he'd be like, breathe, breathe. So like, like breathe exhale. Oh, my gosh. All I needed was, like, some good tunes in the back and a different, you know. I don't know. Did I felt like I was on the beach. understand this experience that you had? I just was like, sweetie, it was a great time being. Money well spent. Thank just know you. that. Just that. Um, but I think also the reason why I hurt so much was because after I didn't go drink water, I went right to partying. Mm -hmm. So thank you let's so say, much. Let's not say partying. <laughs> what drinks did you have? Uh, I went straight to tequila. Thank you so much to all my friends. We met at a restaurant, Shoujo, in Chinatown. Amazing restaurant if you guys want to check it out. And then we ventured into Teeny Bopper Clubland. This is where I come in. Go on. Because we are, we all know, we are 30 plus. Okay? <laughs> Shay. Oh, yeah, Kyra, come on, have a drink with me. Okay, I'll come. <laughs> I sit down, I have my nice little appetizer, my calamari, my little drink. All right, we're leaving. Let's go to the club. Huh? What? Mind you, I am fully dressed because I just left my studio. 
I am like in a no mood. I have like no club. I have work attire on. <laughs> we go in the club and we are in Boston in the middle of winter. So I'm dressed appropriately for the winter. Not all those other girls. They had on church shoes, toes out, sandals, halter tops. Not even the halter tops. The uh, the bandu tops. Like what? And I felt like the ultimate grandma. Mm-hmm. February twenty second, the middle of winter. Like hands in my pocket, standing in the corner. What happened? By like the fourth, fifth person I knew and said hi to. Oh shit! I gotta go. Bye, Shay. <laughs> Happy birthday. Love you. Talk to you later. Gotta go. I don't even remember. I was on autopilot by the time I hit Shoujo. It was a great birthday for me. Thank you so much for. Ta- did we go to another club for a second? It was a lot. Let's we did. We there. went to the club that I felt was age appropriate for us. Everybody else we were with. No, let's have a nice night and let loose. I would rather party with my age, have a nice gentleman, buy me a drink. No, you want me to be with, and I'm going to say this, fucking 21-year-olds. <gasps> she swore, guys. 21-year-olds who don't even have the courtesy. You see a nice young lady standing at the bar? No offers. Okay, so this is the thing. I was I like that as well. My thing is, once a year or twice a year, I venture into the club. I always regret it the next day. Not because I'm hungover, but because I do feel like the oldest person there. Mm-hmm. But I still go. I go, like, once or twice a year. I dance for, like, five to ten minutes, and I leave. I don't know how long I was there for my birthday, but it felt like five to ten minutes. I bet. I don't know. Listen... What I want to say, and this is kudos to you, you were right about two things from last episode. So the first thing was... Hold on, I want, I want all of our gosh. listeners to perk her up. Open up your ears for this one. You were right about two, only two things from last episode. So the number one thing that you said is you were like, when it comes to doing wellness for yourself it is best to get outside of your salon so that you can actually enjoy the service yes so i took your advice on my massage and i really really did love the service and i loved even more that i didn't work there so the level of um just the the way they catered to me as a guest was different opposed to I mean, no disrespect to anybody because we have to get in where we fit in right. when we work in the salon. And sometimes you don't want to pay those higher prices. Right. You want to kind of do that bartering system. But it just, it was a lot, it was a, it was a lot more relaxing not being a part of their team. And particularly for your birthday. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not like you just went on a regular Sunday to get a massage. This is your birthday and you're like, I want to separate my everyday routine Yep. And literally be pampered to for the whole entire day. Yes. It was amazing. It was amazing. Good. Well, I'm glad that at least one person is listening to me in life. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the What's second the thing was the B. Smith. Did you? Well, you know about this. Yes. You told me. You texted me the next day. Crazy excited. Like, literally, when I, I feel like I texted you at, like, 730 in the morning. Like, you did. You did have you to see? Stop. Click, click, click. Did you see? You have to stop texting me at 7.30 in the morning. No. I'm up at 5. You're lucky I'm not sitting there emailing and texting you at 5 o'clock or calling. And I'm good for calling Shay. 
hey, good morning. It'd be like 7.15. She's like, hello. Yeah, so I'm up and um, I was thinking that we should do X, Y, and Z. Get used to it, hon. You interrupt both of us, first of all. <laughs> like, we are asleep. He needs to understand that he's in a business relationship with me as well, not just you. Okay? Okay, well, we'll see how long this relationship lasts, guys, for hey, episode two. At the end of the day, you'll still have me. Isn't that something great? Smile. Smile. Guys, she's not smiling. Smile. Okay. Yeah, so B. Smith. <laughs> she, well, not even she, the story in general mm-hmm. is being picked up by Bravo. They are making that into a reality Bravo. TV series. It's about to be messy as hell. I'm gonna watch it. No. You're not gonna watch it? No. Oh wait, it's a reality? I don't know if it's... I I, I, I couldn't even get through the full article because I was like, this is some bullshit. So I don't honestly know if it is a full like series, like a continuous thing like, oh, every Wednesday or is it like a two-part, three-part series and that's it. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I do know that if Mona Scott becomes a part of it, it's definitely going to be a hot-ass mess. I wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> I don't want Mona Scott to be a part of it. I Please want it God, to no. be a backtrack. I don't want to see where they are right now in a reality going forward. I want, like, a... How did they get to this point? Yes. But see, and I agree with that. I would love to see that. But I feel like that wouldn't get them the ratings that they're looking for. They are going to come off the bat of that aha moment of this is the shit we're doing. I got my mistress in here, my wife, my daughter. We all approve of this, yada, yada, yada. Then it'll probably be a backtrack. But see, they're going to make it seem like they're not doing anything to her. Yeah, true. Right? They're going to lie. I don't know. Whatever. I just think that we should have a TV segment when this comes out and we're gonna follow this story oh, you can leave that because I'm gonna have no parts Kyra okay. won't even interject I'm not even gonna give any commentary you are no I doubt it no but what do we take away from these two things particularly from B. Smith this is what we take away from it Miss Davis <laughs> I'm not even gonna say shit Miss <laughs> Davis <laughs> that you should listen to me more often because I Kyra Hunter I speak life over things, and it comes to, because less than, I'm not even going to say less than 48 hours, 24 hours, it was probably like even 12, because it literally happened once we ended the first recording of the first episode, and that article fell, it was bestowed upon me, (laughs) okay? Listen. I am not even going to fight you on this. I'm going to let you have it. But we are going to curve right into our guest because you're acting crazy today. No, I'm not. I just (laughs) want to have one last point, though. Since Kyra makes lovely predictions of the sort, I'm going to say by episode five, our social media handle will have a thousand followers. Now that I can get on board with. Okay. All right. So let's cheers to that. All right. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this friend that we brought along. Mm-hmm. Um, she is someone that we both worked with in the past. Yep. Um, she has won, like, numerous different awards. She is uh, won Boston's Best Bridal. 
uh, for Improper Magazine, Improper Bostonian Magazine. She did the behind the behind the chair one shot finalist. She's done that in three categories wow. that she's that she's been that she's won. She's Modern Salon's hundred. She's placed in Modern Salon's top one hundred game changers and influencers. She is also an Aveda girl, just like me. Hashtag Aveda artist. She is an Aveda artist contest winner, and she even has a paddle brush with her name on it. I don't have really. A I don't have a paddle brush with my name on it. From Aveda. Yes. What? And they made it. It says hashtag My Big Hair Day. It's like, well, what about Shay? But it's fine. This is about her. She's, I <laughs> she just be hating. <laughs> this is one of my good friends, so hate is okay. It comes from a loving place. We are going to introduce Sarah Naslin, aka My Big Hair Day, aka Bridal Girl of Boston. The guru of all gurus. So without further ado, don't ever do that again. <laughs> Let's welcome Miss Sarah Naslin. Insert soundbite. <laughs> Thank you for being our first guest. Thanks for having me. Amazing. <laughs> this is like a little family reunion. I know. Are you happy to be here with us today? Of course. Well, first things first. <laughs> you look thirsty. Let's yeah, pour you thirsty. up. <laughs> Get you a big gold. When you hear that sound, isn't it like, like a relief? <laughs> All your problems yes. melting away. Just gone. Oh, Cheers. 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 All right. So how was your week? Um, you've had the week behind the chair. How'd that go this week? Oh, my gosh. What, what did I do in my week? Um, was good. My week behind the chair was good. And then I was traveling over the weekend and mm -hmm. um, also good. Um, my, so I gave like a brief introduction of you. And so what I'd like to hear, because I kind of took my things off of things that I know about you, mm -hmm. but what, how would you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sarah Naslin. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be funny. Okay, guys. No, I mean, okay, let's say, let's say you were, like, Naha Awards and you had to, like, accept a, you know, a, a, a award, and they give you what? They give you, like, 15 seconds before they start playing the music. After you thank your mama, after you thank your daddy, <laughs> after you thank your husband. How would you be introduced? Be, like, this she's one best. Like I introduce myself, or yeah. if somebody's in other is introduced. If someone else was, if I don't know who you. Sarah oh. is, and I'm right. in the elevator with you. Oh, elevator speech. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Sarah Nasland. I am a bridal stylist in the Boston and New England area because we all know that as a bridal stylist, you are <laughs> not centrally located in any yes. kind of way, shape, or form. Yes. Like all be anywhere from Rhode Island to the tip of Maine and basically anywhere that anybody will pay me to go I'll right. be there hashtag <laughs> stylist will travel right um I was I the furthest I ever traveled for a wedding was California nice. oh, this is pretty That's and it was actually to do my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend's hair so. shut yeah. up <laughs> Try so that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. We have to put a pin in that and revisit that. <laughs> yeah. Is 
that's interesting. Uh, and then I'm an educator for Aveda. I am an upstyle educator, and I travel the country um, pretty much every weekend. I take a couple months off a year, like kind of like January is a little bit slower, and I don't book anything in July because when you're a teacher, you get summer vacation. Yeah. Um, and then I work in the salon like a little bit more than half time. I, I'm there three days a week. Okay. Uh, but for like 11 hours each, so I'm still like really connected to the day in, day out of the salon. Okay. Cool, cool. So you're you're very well versed as a stylist. You're not, which I love because I'm big of like, I never wanted to be 100% behind the chair. So right, it's like, right. your like office can change. Absolutely. Well, they always say days. that you can take this industry, like you can take your career anywhere yes. and like, Literally, when I'm sitting on planes developing classes, like, I'm literally taking it anywhere and everywhere, so. Did your parents, were your parents excited when you told them that you went, you know, you wanted to go to cosmetology school? Well, I was nervous about it because, first of all, I wasn't about to ask them for any kind of money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think that softened the blow a little bit, but... Um, since I had already been to college, I think that they were a little bit more understanding because what they had hoped for me had already accomplished. Okay. And now I was taking my career and my life into my own hands, so I think they were supportive of that. But I was I was more nervous of their reaction. Yeah. You know, yeah. because there was so much, like, college, college, college. Right. So what made, after you finished college, and did you obtain a degree from college? So I went to college for composition, some music composition, and I, <laughs> I feel like I knew that. Yeah, Creativity. so um, I like went to college to learn how to write music for orchestral instruments. Okay, so it's like I've got like all these like huge scores, and um, I focus on like ballet. So okay, it's like pretty cool because it's like that's a visual thing, and then this is a visual thing, and mm-hmm. then there was like this whole like strong theory thing in in between because. Yeah. It's, you can't just, there's no winging writing a scoreboard orchestra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you have to know exactly all the instruments are in, like, different, like, they come in different keys. So if you ask all of the instruments of the orchestra to, like, play the same note, it doesn't sound the it same. It doesn't sound the same. Uh, yeah, they're all, like, tuned differently. So, um, yeah, I did that. And then, I mean, there's nobody, like, knocking down your door post-college. You're like, Kevin read us Right, right. But, like, actually, we have all these, like, dead guys. They already wrote, like, bomb ballets. And we're just right. like, those things. That's <laughs> like, hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, the Nutcracker is the Nutcracker. It's never going to stop being the Nutcracker. They're not going to be like... Ooh, new like Christmas. The remake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I say something about the Nutcracker? Um, I <laughs> never, I had never seen the Nutcracker no. until you guys took me to see the Slutcracker. The Slutcracker. Oh yeah, but so they do I, the same score. I still have never seen the original Nutcracker. Oh, I've only. Well, but the Slutcracker is very good. The Slutcracker, and I get the no, gist. This, but see, now it's funny, though. Now that you've seen the Slutcracker, going to see the Nutcracker, you're probably going to be seeing it like, what the fuck is this? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so like, I'm, you kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she kind of, like, ruined it for herself. Well, the cool yeah. thing about the Nutcracker is the main character, if you will, is a kid, first yeah. of all. And she's not, like, the lead principal dancer. Like, the lead principal dancer is the Sugar Plum yep. Fairy. Yep. And she's not dancing the whole time. Like, in a lot of ballets, like Cinderella. Like, Cinderella is the be- the principal ballet dancer. Like, she's dancing a ton of time. Like, you're watching her. So, 
the Nutcracker, everybody, it's like um, kind of segmented like a variety show. Yeah, so okay. it's like everybody comes out, like the candy canes come out. And the Mars That's how the Slutcracker was. You have the mice <laughs> running across yeah. the stage. That's exactly that. how the Slutcracker was. There's just as much booty and there's a little bit extra package, you know? And yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should go see the Nutcracker. No, you should. Guys, oh, you know what we should do? We shout should out do to Cinderella. The oh, that. Oh, good. shout out to the Slutcracker. Yeah, I love. I love. Um, I know. her and her story. Do you remember that? Do you no. know? So the Slutcracker, yeah. it's like they were basically like, you're never gonna be a ballerina. You're never gonna like be a professional mm-hmm. dancer. And she was just basically like, fuck you, yes right. I am, and we're gonna do it really cool, and we're gonna do it naked with, like, titties out, and, like, uh, just, and yeah, right. exactly, and have fun. I know, yeah, I know the, um... And it's sold out every year, the so... Mm-hmm. makeup artist, um, yeah, for that, um... Oh, she really? Does, yeah, she does really good at... Let's um, get her on! Yeah, that you should! That, that is good, that is good. Okay, guys, stay tuned. <laughs> right? Um, but sign up for the Select Cracker to go. Get tickets the, early. Yeah, the tickets yeah. go early, and it's a really, really, really good show. <laughs> I so enjoy fun. it. And you can drink while you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that leads me to ask you, right? Because even though you were into music, your, like, creativity fire was obviously, like, stirring. Right. Right? Yeah. So, it was like, once you graduated, like, what... What was that turning point for you to make that ultimate decision of, like, I need to go to cosmetology school? Well, my bestie and I had always kind of talked about it. Mm -hmm. And we always said, like, oh, we're going to go to school together. And uh, I ended up going. She didn't go. But um, it was always kind of, like, in the back of my mind. It's like I would be, like, literally, like, twisting her locks and, like, clipping them mm-hmm. and putting her under the dryer, like, while we hang out, like, in, co- like, in her dorm room, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like we were already playing hairstylists anyway, and I was... In a, I was director of a kindergarten after school program at that time. Oh my goodness, I can so see you doing that though. <laughs> I kind of can't. I'm good, at, I'm good at wrangling. Yeah. <laughs> You're fun though. You're like, yeah. I can feel like, it was all right, fun. kids, it this was is so what we're fun. doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so fun. And I used to give them a lot of uh, freedom and a little bit more leash than I think a lot of people did. And I think that was good for them mm-hmm. because they learned what it's like for an adult to trust them. Yeah. Which I think is pretty important I mean at the end of the day they're kids yes yeah very good auntie yeah uh and then it just like I had a lot of loans and my I had a really awesome boss and she was leaving and I just kind of didn't want to be the person that retained and stayed Mm. so I you know wouldn't you fill out like a little questionnaire on the website, like they call you up, like for like Blaine. Yeah, they're so they aggressive. Stalk you. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me, I know because I'm an educator. Are you right? stalking yeah. people yeah, now? Do I don't have to do that, thankfully. Yeah. But we have something where it's called, um, like pretty much like a retention mm-hmm. report, right? Mm-hmm. So the obviously the main thing is if we have these students we're educating, then they graduate. We have to follow up with them that they're being placed. Oh, I had to do that at Neil. Yeah, and like oh, it's good. and I'm like that was my student like two and a half years ago, and they're like, yeah, but she hasn't called us back to say that she's placed anyway, so we need you to call her. Like, That's weird. okay, I yeah. would Facebook stalk. That's what I would do. Facebook stalk gets you more information you than 30? calling them. Wait, how old are you? I'm thirty. Are you sure you're not four? Why? Facebook. Facebook shop, right? <laughs> Let's. If you were to say more like Instagram, maybe. Are you guys 
coming tonight? Yeah, we are. You know, it was just her birthday, so she's like really showing her age. Wait, how um, old did you turn? My dentist asked me if I was 25 today. She was like, was oh, I thought you were like 20, like 25. I mean, your teeth tell a different age than... Your I'm just gonna say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the teeth say I've seen some my shit. Te- I guess you're saying my teeth are white. Yeah, good. Well, I guess you're that's white. I'm 34 and I'm proud. Oh, Enjoy it. my 34. Okay, I just like always like think of you as like you're perpetually like 27 in my mind. When she first broke into the industry, yeah. does my age stress you out about your age? No, because I'm only 34, too. <laughs> well, I was trying to give a shot back. <laughs> and here Kyra is freshly, springly 31. No, you're not. I am. Yeah. I am. Kyra's baby. I am. Well, the thing is that we look good for our age. I think it's because as hairstylists, we're like up and we're moving yeah, we have to. all the time. We don't sure. have the time to just kind of sit and... I don't know if that translates to getting older, but I think that the more active you are, the more fresh you are. I think you also spend a lot of, you have to invest in yourself to look right. the part. So mm-hmm. I was like sitting on the train the other day and I'm like, these people are like ugly. And you know what? Like, I'm the only one in this whole car <laughs> with a full face oh on. God. I'm going to pour a little no, bit more Maria. drink to that. Like I'm like the only, like, I'm the only one in this car with a full face on. Like, you feel overdressed in everywhere that you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's my thing. Like, that, it's funny because... Like, why can't they put on a little makeup? It's like, if I'm, like, around my family, and, like, if I, like, show up in a sweatsuit or something, they're like, are you yeah, okay? And I'm like, it's a fucking Sunday. That's like, funny. do it. And they're like, we just don't normally see you like this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. It's, or if yeah, you, like, yeah. if you meet an accountant... And, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm an accountant. And you're, like, listening up and down, like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 They have yeah. on, like, a gray suit. I can't suit. have this hair color without makeup. But don't you always think that, like, when people see you and they say, what do you do? I'm a hairstylist. They go, hmm. Yep. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. 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 With your hair color right now, oh, yeah. If yeah. you guys look on our Instagram later. Sarah has <laughs> yellow hair. and But I'm not in the... Let me to give you guys a visual. It's not like <laughs> yellow highlighter. It's a very nice, like, pale Pastel, yellow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's yellow, right? Yes. So that's just like... I remember one time I went out and I had... I must have did, like, a red color. That was, like, my last client. And I had, like, red all over my hands. <laughs> like, no big deal. Exactly. You know, I'm just at the <laughs> bar. And then, like, a guy's, like, talking to me, and then he's, like, yeah, like, you know, so, and I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, he's, like, yeah, like, I noticed the red, like, on your hand, like, yeah, that makes sense, like, okay. What do you think you were, right? No, I probably, she's probably, like, I just murdered someone in my apartment. We should start dressing, like, the painters, because they always, like, wear white, right, and then Mm -hmm. they have the splashes The splatters, yeah. We should just go for it. If our black clothes can talk. Mm -hmm. that's a good look, like, the white with all the paints. Black. Or, like, when they have, like, the oversized jeans and it has, like, the paint and it's, it's like, a, all, like, worn in. Yeah, but we got to put some heels on with it. Yeah. 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 But we have to turn, like, our scissors case to, like, a cute little, like, Gucci pouch yeah, yeah, on yeah. the side, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so one of the questions that I, I've been dying to ask you, just just from knowing you as a as a person, as a friend... When we started out in education, you were doing a lot more color. Mm-hmm. And then there was this turning point of you starting to do updos 
and I I guess I kind of want to know what what kind of prompted that turning point and are you happy with your decision? Well, Two I'm part. definitely happy with my decision. I mean, I couldn't imagine doing anything else because, like, I have such a, a passion for it yeah. because there is such a need for it. Like, there's a ton of other color educators and there's a lot of color... No offense. None. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, there's there's a ton of other color educators and there's a lot of color education that's created and then passed down for those educators to, you know, get right. So mm-hmm. it's very organized and there's just like not as much upstyling education out there. Yeah. Right. That's true. So I had a, an amazing opportunity or I created the amazing opportunity to create the curriculum mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of people get freaked out by updos because they don't have training on the system of how to do it right. the same way that they have training on the system of how to cut right like you know yeah. like you're thinking about your perimeter you're thinking about like your layers like you're thinking about like what techniques you can use and you know how they all fit together and the same thing with like color like there's a certain like rule and law of chemistry so mm-hmm. you know it's like something that kind of like happens and that you're trained and you know, when it comes to updos, it doesn't happen like that. Everybody's just lost and flopping around trying to make it happen for their guest. Yeah. So I loved getting the background of and all of the all of the instruction to be able to teach effectively. So I got like a ton of training okay, okay. by going down that color path first. But ultimately, like, it didn't lead me to kind of the level that I wanted to be, so... So you pretty much took it up, like, it's one of those, like, if you can't find it yourself, fuck it, I'm just gonna create it. Well, it's, uh, every door is a window. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And... You can swear on the show, so... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I didn't say about three things, four things already. Well, yeah, I was like, fuck it, build it, and you're like... Well, I had taken it as far as I could, and I had, you know, like, applied to be a peer professional, and Mm -hmm. the the way that the application process is, is, like, you're writing essays, you have to get, like, your own underwrite essays, you have to get abilities. It stopped me right then and there. Yeah, and that's, it's designed for that, you know what I mean? So. Um, you know, they write the essays, and if they like your essays, they're like, oh, we want a video, and so I sent it a video, and it was just, like, the video that I had, I was freelancing an updo class, mm-hmm. between the two weeks that they had, from the time that they said they want the video, to the time that the video was due, oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, turn around, now we need a video, and this was, you know, a few years ago, so it wasn't quite as, like, how easy as it is today to, yeah. like, pop a video and get edited and get, you know, so I, I just, like, put a phone in the travel tower of the salon I was in and, you know, push play, record, play, record, oh and sent that in, and they they invited me to audition for Color Professional, and um, in the end, I was the only one that did become a Color Professional, and I was oh, like, wow. I was like really pissed. How, well, <laughs> you know? kind of sit back on how that made you feel like, a, because honestly, you've been teaching, you've been right. working for this company. You yeah. know what I mean? And I work for the company, too, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's well, no shade, but it's like, yeah. how did that make you it's feel? Because I think it goes, people go through this a lot. Right. 
Well, first you go through anger. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then you either get motivated or you tap out, and I've never been a tap out, so. Got it. Then you, you get motivated, and I was just kind of like, well, you know what, I've always wanted to teach up dues, like, I'm not getting the opportunity to continue with my color education career, and, and honestly, like, I had planned that color education career to be able to morph into a styling educator because I thought that if I got the platform that I would it would be easier to kind of like move the platform um, but it didn't work like that it doesn't go according yeah. to your yeah. plan so in the end like I was just like you yourself motivated and I just wanted to do what I wanted to do and I just did it and they right. picked it up and they loved it and now I'm like booked for like 40 plus classes a year doing it so 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 you have the curriculum that you created yeah on the Aveda platform yes and you, are you the only one who's teaching that or? I'm the only one that teaches my class okay dope mm-hmm. so I mean so in the end it's yeah. like you may have not have gotten that like position or like that title that you wanted right. but, but now you do exactly mm-hmm. now you basically created something yeah. in your own class yep and I got to I got to reach so many more people right you know it's like if you think like 40 classes a year like maybe 10 people a class like sometimes there's five and sometimes there's 30 mm-hmm. it's like I, I get to reach like over 400 stylists like wow that's in amazing yeah like and I wouldn't have that as an independent educator, which is why I'm glad that I stuck with the brand. You know, they've got people that, like... They have that Rolodex for you, so they're just like, hey, I want you to go out to that spot instead of you kind of scouting out places to go to. Oh, yeah, and then, like, trying to, like, beg it out on Instagram, where I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm coming to California, come take my class, like, you know... And I see that a lot. It's hard, isn't it, you know? And it's, like, because, like, what makes you legit, but, like, what makes me legit is, like, I've had, like, a ton of education, like training, you know, like, they bring us, they, they train us, when you're not in the mood to get trained, you're getting trained. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you know, and now I've had the experience teaching this class, and then I just launched my new class this year. So, what's your new class? So, my new class is Style Blueprinting. Okay. okay. It's an intermediate class. It is designed to be challenging. It's, it's a challenge. So, it's harder than the first one? The first one is a little bit like um, Baby Bird, like Mama Bird chews it up and spits it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Second class, Mama pushes you out of the nest. Okay. okay. Right? Okay. Because, I mean, you, you learn from failing. Yes. You learn from experience. You learn from your mistakes. Those are the best lessons. Yeah, and it's not, like, totally set up to make people fail, but it is set up to make them think on their own. So, next year, 2020, I'm going to launch a collection class oh. and give everybody a little bit of break from the hard thoughts. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, ultimately, like, it's like, you don't learn a haircut and do the haircut. You learn the haircut and you learn the techniques within the haircut and what they do. Yes. If I elevate the hair and I cut a straight line or an angle, it's going to remove the weight or I'm going to build weight, mm-hmm. right? Because if you did the same haircut on everybody, it would turn out completely different than right. everybody but, yeah. you know so for me and Opti was like I want to give them enough where they can kind of like get up and running but also like I want them to be able to look at a photo and be able to work it out on themselves like in their own mind the way that we do it for everything else so recreating it with the techniques or the little things that you yeah. teach them so in style blueprinting I demo more than 30 te- individual components 
and they have to put it together. Okay. Because there's more than one ways to skin the cat, right? Yeah. And that's what makes you you. Yeah. And that's what I want them to be for styled blueprinting, but for upstyled, I want them to just do exactly what I told them to do. So, because this is a podcast that is not just Aveda, I mean, you and I are Aveda, mm-hmm. but... Is there an opportunity for people who are not a VEDA to bring you into salon or to get classes from Uh, you? Yes. So anybody who is a stylist can take any Aveda class. Okay. Color, cut, styling, anything. You just have to pay. Okay. Okay. Right? And you just have to sign up on Pure Pro. Mm -hmm. So it's AvedaPurePro.com. www.AvedaPurePro.com. And I don't think a lot of people realize that the education center that is literally located in Waltham. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because even me saying that not only to my students, but just connecting with other stylists. And I think it's really because we have that mindset of being in Massachusetts that our next go-to point is New York. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anytime I've mentioned that, I'm like, yeah, when I was with Aveda, like, I had to go to Waltham, and they're like, wait, there's one, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of stylists, I don't think, realize that it's one here. So now I'm interested because you have a great presence on social media, Mm. right? Yeah. And I'm, like, a big kind of like I stay away from like the videos of like your like one minute laps type things but yours stay away. I, and I'm not saying like necessarily yours oh. but just in general when <laughs> I see right <laughs> you watch Sarah's but I'm just saying in general of um because I kind of feel like it sets up for like an unrealistic approach mm-hmm. but what I love about yours is Again, I'm big on language. Mm-hmm. You're like you'll do like your one minute laps, and you'll she'll keep it real. Like ha ha ha, a twenty five minute updo that I I spent forever editing this video to get it down right. to one minute for you guys. But if you really want to know this technique, uh, this is my schedule for the That's, next three yeah. weeks. Yes, those type of things I love, or I hate where it's like a you know an iced out blonde right oh yeah and of course it's like filtered and all that other stuff and everyone's like oh my god i love it i love it i love it what's the formula and they fucking hold it top secret right you know well brit steve always says an educator is never going to give away all of their secrets on social media that's true right? right because literally i can't right right nobody wants to spend six hours learning on social media. Or maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe tap into a market. <laughs> but, you know, social media is supposed to be social, first of all. And it's like, what am I trying to achieve on social media? And what I'm trying to achieve on social media is a lot of education, but I'm also trying to, you know, book bridal. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I think my brides love that they see that I am educating other people. They do. Um, and then True. also it's like, why I don't feel any like good feelings just for accolades. Like, right. you know, it's like what makes me feel the best is like, you see that and then you try it and then, you know, you have success at it. Like that's the real, you know, that's what really kind of makes I can it. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not just like I put out a pretty photo and I got like a whole bunch of likes. Like and what's the it. actual point, right? I want to get you, like, interested in doing it and then interested in taking a class 
And then when you take that class, you go back and you, like, you know, have success with your guests. And, like, then you want to learn more. So you take the next level class. Yeah. Right? And then, like, maybe you become an educator. I don't know. Like, you want to birth all this, like, you know, right. goodness Hell. into the world. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just, like, you know, be a stylist that goes to the salon and, like, goes home. Like, I want to be a stylist that, like, contributes to the industry. Like, I want to, like... You know, not like make a difference, but like I want to. No, like, you want to make, make a difference. Yeah, like I'm not just like a, a standby and watch the world go by. That's a good perspective to have, mm-hmm. and that's a good perspective to continuously keep. Yeah, particularly in this industry. When it comes to social, it's like I know that my followers are in my audience. I mean, even like followers is mm-hmm. you know, but you yeah, do follow, right. but. But it's my audience, too. Like, when I'm talking to my audience, like, I know that they're mainly hairstylists. Like, and I'm connected to them because I know that there are people in my class that have taken my class. There are people who are interested in my brand, mm-hmm. who are potentially interested in taking a class or potentially interested in just getting some sort of information from Instagram or yeah. from social. Yeah. Right? It's not, they're not coming for inspiration. I think they're coming for education. Which is true. And yeah. that's what I wanted to give them. And that's the basic kind of, like, movement now, like, that fast education of finding that online. Yeah. So you're in that market, which is yeah. great. Yeah. When you talk about brand, like, how did you how did you decide on how to brand yourself? I don't know if that's the same question that I asked earlier, but I feel like this word brand has been, like... <clears throat> Yeah, prickling about in our industry, brand. and everyone's like, "Start you like set your own brand or brand yourself," and it's like, "Well, how and what and how do I focus on?" So well, how I did have, you do yours? Okay, so there's a couple things that helped me with my brand, and one of them was my one of my mentors, Ian Michael Black. Mm. Your boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love you. We love you. But he's a wonderful mentor to me, and when I was at like my professional audition. One of the things he tasked me with was can, um, I had to teach back the transparency collection. Mm. And one, some of his feedback for me as an educator was vulnerability. Because I had been teaching color, I was more of like more of a chemistry teacher. Yeah. Okay. Rather, or a math teacher rather than an art teacher. Yeah. Okay. And I think what he wanted was me right he wanted me to come through i hope i hope that's what he wanted um but which was hard which was hard for me because there's the real me and then there was the professional me at that time yes right now i'm able to integrate the professional me and the real me together but my brand is not me my brand is also the expectation of my guest right so there's so when what I had to deal with before, which was integrate me and the experience, right? Me mm-hmm. like into my brand, but also now I have to integrate the expectation of my guests, right? So my like target market is twenty five to thirty five. Okay. Right? So okay. I'm thirty seven. So back to Ian Michael Black, my mentor. When I was we talking about the launch of my class style blueprinting, I was also kind of also talking about Um, What education should I get this year, right? So last year I had an amazing um, week-long boot camp with 
um, Sharon Blaine, and that was, like, crazy. She's got 50 years of experience in the industry. Like, wow. she could retire at any time. So if you're thinking about taking a class with Sharon Blaine, don't delay. Get it now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Get it now. Uh, get it now. Um, and she should retire, but she doesn't because she loves this industry so much. Like, I just, like, definitely, like, want to be like her. But I was, like, kind of like, okay, well, do I do color? Do I do cut? Do I do style? And then what something that he said is it's not always what you think. Because he's, like, a, like a wise oracle. It's so annoying. Ian? But, but it is, yes. To me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. I, you're saying he said it's not always what you think. And so, yeah. in my mind, everything that comes from his voice has an accent. So, I'm in my mind, I'm literally thinking, it's not always <laughs> what you think. think. <laughs> uh, which is true. But he's also always right, which is also so annoying because when annoying. I was looking for education initially, I was thinking technical, technical, because that's the way that I think. But, like, when the education that I eventually signed up for was business and marketing, and that's what I needed, and it wasn't what I thought. So if my target market, you have to think about where they shop and, like, what they do after work and what they do in the morning and what their income is and yeah. what their name is. And, like, so when I think about my target market, like, my target market is younger than me. So, okay, so, yeah, go into that. But wait, well, let me just say this one thing that I, that, that that's making okay. me think this. As an educator, I am a color educator, yes. right? So I teach a lot of code classes, and lately I've been teaching this one business module. And it has been an insight and an aha moment to me that all of my stylists, when I teach my business module, they're like, oh my gosh, this is the best class ever. And I'm like, not the classes that I stressed out over, that I put my own train right, right. to, that I like looked up extra information and made it so that it was cult, you know, like specific to your song to your salon, not those classes, this little <laughs> business module. So my point is, is that as, as an industry, I think, and this has been over a few salons throughout the New England region, I think that we are all seeking business health. Yes. Which Everybody is what you're needs saying. It. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a market that is so kind of untapped. Like, so, yeah, that's why I'm so coachable because I don't have a lot in business and marketing all because I don't have enough experience to have an opinion or a stance, mm. right? So, you know, when it came to branding, it it's hard because what is your brand? So your brand can't be just you, right? Because, like, what if you're a cat lady that likes to eat Doritos on the weekend? <laughs> but... Which, if you are, like, sister, awesome. But what if you, like, do a bomb balayage? Like, you know, the people who maybe want that balayage are not necessarily the people who are relating to that cat lady Dorito eating, right? Right. So you have to be parts of yourself, which are true and real, right? But you also have to relate to the people that are seeking the service that you offer. So my target market is bridal, right, because that's what I offer, bridal tends to be in that 25 to 35 right and that also feeds into my salon life since I'm only there for three days a week 11 hours a day <laughs> um I can't have that I don't want like m the majority of my clientele to be that like every three to five week retouch because then I'm never going to grow my business right I'm no. going to be like bogged down with these retouches 
Like, I need that person that wants to cut every three months, every six months. Like, I want a larger amount of people that come in for services less often, but are loyal to me, and that are going through things in life, like all those kind of changes, right? Yeah. Because That's very interesting that you say that, because yeah. most people mm -hmm. want that every four week, five week. And no, you're no, saying that, 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 that that's not... That's that's actually very interesting yeah. and, a, and, a, and a very new way to look at it. Yeah. Like a gap in your schedule is a gap for opportunity. It's not a, for, it's not I a like gap. It. Yeah. You don't want to be like, you don't want to do, like I love my people that I've done for 10 years, but I'm glad that I don't have a book of people that I've been doing for 10 years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like and, and that, because it, it, it does become a drag. Because after a while, like I have some clients where I'm like, I feel like I've just seen you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and it's just like we're having the same conversation. And it gets too personal yeah. at that point. It yeah, does. It, it gets does. way too personal. And it makes it hard for you to be the professional to do the professional things that you need to do, like to teach them how to do their hair. Sell them products. Yeah. You know, like if you know these you see them three weeks ago. <laughs> like, yeah. And you have that you you have understood your market, so it's like you're not filling up with like men's cuts. Oh my god. Like, I think. Yeah. I like my men, but I don't want any more. <laughs> I, don't I want, love my men's cuts. I know, but I'm a long hair lover. Like, I want to teach them how to braid it and, like, tie it in bows. Like, I want, I yeah, want that see, long blow dry. Yeah, yeah with like, me, I, I honestly, I think I have, like, four men regular clients. Okay. Like, I, it's just if not my thing. If you had a new guest, would you prefer blow dry or men's cut? A blow dry, because a blow dry, long I dry. easily... Upgrade her. I'm a toss. I could care less. If it's a men, it's a men. But my idea, men are loyal. Not till... Men are loyal. No, they're loyal and they're every five week loyal. I'm not yeah, trying to get their into stylist. that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I you're looking for something a little I want bit different. Seasonal guests. Yeah. Not yeah. monthly. That's interesting that mm -hmm. you understand. And I think the takeaway from this is that under, for, for branding is mm -hmm. understanding what you actually want right. and not necessarily taking every money you, that comes in yeah, yeah or what you what you think you should take because mm -hmm. the expectation is you have a weekly book and you're rebooking them mm -hmm. like that's all we teach to mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you need to understand that maybe that's not for you because right. you're more creative Yes. Opposed yes. to more, yes. and I'm not saying it's more repetitive. It's not. It's not. It's just if you want to do more makeovers versus maintenance, mm -hmm. and that, and that's mm -hmm. a question when you're branding yourself. Yeah, and that and that came with obviously with some time. Like you, yes. After oh, a while, right. it's it's yeah, just like ten I'm, years to realize yeah. I don't have to do every single thing that's thrown at me. Ten years to realize that I can actually do every single thing that's thrown at me mm -hmm. except for keratin i don't mess with that but i could do a relaxer interesting i, I, I could like pop out a perm if we need to but it won't do keratin because it smells okay depends on which one you're using but that's a conversation for another day <laughs> because i love my gk hair gk hair shout out <laughs> um <laughs> So let I I would like to like switch it up a little bit. If there was a product that you could not live without, what would it be? A product like a single one. Singular. Like not, me personally. Okay, I'll give you two. You okay, can do you. <laughs> you personally, you okay. cannot live without, okay. and you behind the chair, you cannot live without. Okay. Personally, cannot live without my deep conditioner. 
Which kind? Throw I'm hundred percent enlightener. Um, damage remedy mask. Okay. Uh, from my beta. From my beta. I use the same thing. Okay. Right. Do you? Do you, you said. Do you still? I still. So I. So we're still, all. Yeah, I actually still use the damage remedy. I I still use the damage remedy line. And the uh, what's like the teal bluish smooth infusion yes. or dry? Nope, smooth infusion. Mm-hmm. I still use those two mm-hmm. lines. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on me personally. I mean, because I have a hundred percent enlightener, like mm-hmm. damage remedy has kept <laughs> many a hair on head. <laughs> <laughs> um, behind the chair. Can I pick two? I mean, one. No, you damn want it. One. Uh, I think uh, my number one, my truthful number one is the Brilliant Retexturizing Gel. Hmm. Because Curves. you can use it on fine hair and you can use it on thick hair. Okay. You can use more or you can use less. If you use it on somebody that has like a million pounds of hair, you can control it because it has hold. And if you use it on somebody with super fine hair, it actually makes their hair voluminous because it's a grip product. Okay. So think about gel. When was gel super popular? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 80s. 80s. Yep. And what kind of hair was popular in the 80s? Big. Big. The, right? The bigger the hair, the closer to God. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, right? And, like, it's it's soft for gel, so it's like when you emulsify it, it becomes a little bit more foamy. Okay, so it's not more of like you a can, tacky type gel. Yeah. It's, okay. It's like more jelly and it becomes foamy. You mm-hmm. can diffuse with it. I mean, okay. if they it's ever discontinue the Brilliant line, I'm going to pick You're buying it. out the whole shelf. No, I'm going to pick it and blame the big blue sign that says bring Brilliant, <laughs> Brilliant back. So I'm not going to be able to be there with you because I feel like I'm a corporate employee and I just feel like that's I'm a corporate employee too and you don't have to separate. You're going to be there I with me. I am going to support myself. Oh, you know what you should do? You should wear those. Like, I will one of not. those. No, you know like the green. I'm going to you know you the green, right now the green I will suit. not. The green suit, like when it's like it looks like you're in a whole body condom of green. Oh, like you so can like wear the, a blue suit, <gasps> like the back end. <laughs> no, can't. No, I can't. I would not. I yeah, the blue smile. No, Nobody I'm gonna be inside you. getting training. Nobody knows it's you, guys. This is like Sarah's second or third glass of wine, <laughs> no. just to give you guys the background. Um, <sighs> Sarah Harvey. So, I think this is a question that okay. Kyra and I ask a lot of people, or we we start to think about this question. But, like, what like what do you do for wellness? Like, how do you relax? Yes. What's your relaxation? That's my big thing, because you know I'm good for me. Yeah. I'm out. I'm done. You were looking at me like I was going to ask something I'm like, crazy. What? what do we ask people? Right. We ask people, what do you do yeah. to relax? I know. I'm a terrible, like, relaxer. But. Really? Yeah. Uh, I would say the number one beauty service that I get is facials. Interesting, because that is, like, my least Really? Amount. It's because you don't have to worry about all of this. Now, I'm going to take this like, further. Do you do that in-house as far as the salon you no, work at? Or? No, no, My okay. salon doesn't have any have a spa. Okay. So, I go see... Arlene. Oh, Arlene. <laughs> um, first of all, like, Arlene is, like, a brow magician. Like, she will take your two brow hairs and make them into something. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, second of all, like, she has, like, these magic, like, fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, she massages your feet. She massages your legs. She and massages, a facial? Yeah, she massages your hands. So she's your a arms Veda. The el- yep, she's so a Veda. That's a Veda. She also uses other things. She does, like, scalp I'm massage. Intrigued. Facial massage, like, all head, neck, and shoulders. Um, she does the dermaplane on me, which is, like, you take a medical-grade razor and you, like, scrape, like, the dead layer of skin like off your, your top face layer. along mm-hmm. with all of your hair. Ooh, Listen, was that painful? No, it feels so good. You could be smooth. No, I yeah. am smooth. <laughs> like a big fat. <laughs> uh, and then also she's the number one uh, makeup artist I work with on weddings because her like vibe and her zen is so... Like if you're in a room with Arlene, like you're just... You feel good. Yeah. Nice. If you're yeah. mad in a room with Arlene, you instantly just... You, yeah. you start feeling like, why am I even mad? Mm. Like she's yeah. just like one of those people. Yeah, like, which is the perfect person you want on your wedding day, and the perfect person I want to be around on anybody else's wedding right. day. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's so. So she technically kind of gave like her professional shout out, and yeah, sense. a little bit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've got a ton of professional okay. shout outs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like Arlene though, um, and I do miss her. We have to have her on the show. That would be oh my god, she would love to. Yeah. We'll have to a Yeah, and and. Owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's an owner. Well. She doesn't do any hair in her in her business. It's all spa. See how this uh, podcast works? It's also a networking site. Networking. Well, connecting I think it all. that's the idea. Is, yeah. is the reason why we wanted to start this is to connect all the different yeah. stylists throughout New England and kind of create this like larger network because we end up being so, you know, like compartmentalized. Like whether it's in your salon or in your, you know, distributor or whatever color product you're using. It's like all these little pockets. And then there's like this like, you know, South End versus like Dorchester Roxbury versus like North End versus like the Cape versus like South Shore versus like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like all these little pockets in Boston. And seeing, especially me, I go in and out of all of them. I kind of, and we all have the same challenges. Yeah. It would be great to bring it all together and, and learn from one each yeah. other. One of, well, because if, you, one if, you're, if you work one in a another. restaurant, you go to other restaurants and you see, you have other experience, restaurant experiences. But if you work in a salon, sometimes you're isolated. Yes. Unless you're an educator, like you and I, who go into a salon. Yeah. <laughs> would you go into salons? Not anymore. No, you're like the hair Not school anymore. side. Not yeah. anymore. I was. Which I'm definitely disconnected from the hair school side. But it's like, you go into all the salons here. Like, you're connected to the hair school side. Like, I go into, like, salons. Like, all like I have seen some salons. The good, bad, the ugly, the <laughs> dirty. You know you go into some salons and it's not as nasty. And you're like, why not? I, mean, I just wait. Like, I just oh, wait I'm to go <laughs> to the bathroom and look down the street. I like want to go in with the vacuum and suck all that hair up. Like, it's like, good thing hair? I'm not compliant. So I'm bored. Well, the best part is when you destroy somebody's salon, right? Because you have to move things around to have your class, mm-hmm. and they have the mats. Anytime you move that chair off the oh, mat, it's so gross. <laughs> it's like crunching as it comes up. Yeah, nobody oh, cleans the hair. And the, the owner like, always feels so bad. They're like, I know. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. But I get it. Like, there's hair everywhere. Like, I totally get it. But then sometimes you're like, well. Oh my god. Can we just have a once a month deep clean, please? That's all I ask for before I come. We're gonna get oh, in trouble. Yeah. We're gonna get in trouble. Well, I think I appreciate you because I feel like 
we gained a lot of insight from definitely the like educators perspective of again outside of the school um a lot of social media insight mm-hmm. um and just understanding like your journey and personal path it's a crazy life why did we choose that? It's a crazy life being a hairstylist. I know. We do all of it. Um, make sure you guys follow uh, Sarah at My Big Hair Day on Instagram, Sarah Naslin on Facebook. Um, do you have your own personal website or anything? Coming soon, MyBigHairDay.com. Nice. Coming soon. Okay, you guys wait on it. I imagine it is going to be dope because Sarah is dope herself. Yes. Um, Sarah's going to stick around for the rest of our show. So, our show. Our episode. <laughs> I feel like I'm on um, HBO. Oprah. It's a show. Oprah, it's a show. So, we're going to go into Shea Shop Talk. And yeah. so I have a couple listener letters or um, kind of DMs that people are sending me. So there is one that I'd like to um, read to you guys. Or actually, I'm not going to read it because she's very um, wordy. So <laughs> we ain't got time for all that. We ain't got time for all that. So just to sum it up, her her situation is she is a stylist at a hair salon and. She, her owner does not want her to have her own Instagram page. So she wants to create her own Instagram page for hairstyling or like showcasing her work. And her owner is opposed to it. Her owner wants to have all their work under one Instagram Mm -hmm. salon page. Mm -hmm. Every artist is entitled to and deserves their own outlet for creativity branding branding right so even if it was just to express i think she deserves to have her own especially if she wants to have her own because first of all it's a lot of work yeah yeah like social media is a lot of work um i mean i think that like if she was if her owner doesn't i mean she has to talk to her owner what do you say well i think that first of all the way that she should frame the talk is important because you have to make it serious it's not just like you know, between guests mm-hmm. or, you know, I have five minutes before you leave. Like, it needs to be, like, I need to talk to you. Like, make it special, make it serious. Yeah. Right? Because then your owner is going to take what you have to say maybe a little bit serious. Yeah. And if your owner doesn't, you just kind of have to manage what is being given to you and what you want. And if those things aren't connected, then... Then quit that. I mean, basically, I mean, like, I, I'm, like, you know, you never have a perfect owner. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, definitely, like, the nice thing about our owner is, like, he wants you because he just, like, is grabbing whatever you put out, right? It makes it so much easier for right. them to curate the salon page because they're grabbing it from yours. But I think what, if that owner really wants to make it all kind of look the same, that they should just put together, like, a little, like, photo area. Because then it's all kind of, like, the same, like, vibe. Yeah. You know, but then... What are your thoughts? So, with me, number one, I can already tell off that that the owner clearly is very, like, that old-school mindset. Mm-hmm. He's not moving with the times, which, in turn, to me, he's going to end up hurting his business. Yes. Because you're always moving. You're either moving forward or you're moving back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants to move back, it seems. And he I He doesn't agree. want to. He doesn't know. Right. He's back. And that's the thing. I agree with you. I feel as though um, 
he should want to have like their stylists take up their own like social media because it's just less work on him. Um, but then at the same time, this is one of the main reasons why I left kind of like the corporate sector of like salons is because they feel as though they like own your work. Right. Like mm. I understand I'm underneath your roof and styling underneath basically your name, but at the end of the day, this is my creativity. You're you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, if it doesn't have Shay Davis's name on it, it's like it doesn't exist, and that's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. But can you see from the owner's perspective, and this is me just trying to play like devil's advocate, I just, I'm trying to think where the owner's mindset would be, and... The only thing I'm coming to is the owner feels that if I'm reaching out to my guests, like this, this Silas is creating a platform where her guests can reach her and she can reach out to her guests. So if she ever leaves, it's the same as taking all her guests with her. That's the Here's only the thing, thing I'm though. thinking that Here's could the be the though. wrong piece a of it. A clenched fist can't accept. Okay. And seeing that's the same thing as far as where I'm, I'm saying... As far as, like, that that ownership, it's like he wants to have the rain on. Yes, at the end of the day, if, if that is his mindset, yes, this is your establishment, but you don't own these clients. So if I decide to leave and they decide to follow me, I again, I went through this with the corporate salon that I was at. Yeah. They, like, threatened to sue me. Right, oh, because you're right. taking the clients with you. You don't own them. You can't tell someone the where bar? they, yeah. You yeah. just, like, threw it out there. <laughs> now, Sorry! What? We're filming, <laughs> <Yeah>. Sarah. <laughs> we got people in the live She stop. said it, not me. Recording. Um, Sorry. No, but yeah. We're allowed to say fuck. <laughs> We're allowed to say fuck. We're, We're not allowed to say fuck. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't matter to me because at the end yeah. of the day, it came down to where they basically can't sue me because I got my lawyers, too. Huh, right. I love that. But, um... Yeah, like, you didn't bring that client in. Like, yes, that client may have seen the name, and they may have, like, a great rating and things like that online. But what is actually but keeping I them it. here is me. Right. Yeah. right. You know? So, again, it's like, if that's the mindset, that owner has to let go. Well, there's always, like, the debate of who owns the guest or the mm-hmm. client. Yeah. And technically, I think, legally, you can't solicit your guests to go elsewhere. And there's ways around that. But, however, <laughs> if you were just the person bad putting it out to the world that we're, what you're doing and they, they go to you, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess, like, the last time I looked it up, I don't even remember it was, like, if you bring them in to that business and they were your business previously and you bring them to the business you can actually bring them out if you if you acquire them in the business you're not technically like you're not supposed to solicit them out but just like the way that social media works and that like open where did you look this up at so i'm gonna actually because i went through this actually with my lawyer this is the way around it pretty much right I'm sorry, salon managers and owners right now. They're like, all right, shut up. But, right. so say you have a guest, it's her first time. We're losing our um, listeners. No, no, no. <laughs> no. 
you have a guest, it's her first time or it's her second time, and you're like, you know, I want I want to ensure that, like, you're getting, like, the promotions and things like, like that that's, like, happening in the salon, yeah. and that's happening with me personally. Yeah. If you have, like, that Rolodex, say you have, like, that clientele booking, that uh, book. Right. If they write down their information. To you. To you. Right. Legally, they are pretty much signing off their information to you. And a salon cannot fight right. you on that. Right. And if they seek you out on Instagram or something like that, a salon cannot fight you. It's if it's if you literally go into their database right. Right, and pull and your pull that information. Out, which I don't. Yeah. None of us do that. Like, no, I it, did it's that a once. social. Oh, yeah, I did that in a major way. Can you edit that out? No, I did that in a major <laughs> no, way. No, I can't, and I know where you did it because I'm guessing. It was for their own good. It's. But nobody's see, gonna come after but then this. also too this is why I feel like there is the importance of social media because if right. you do leave of course that front end is right. gonna be like I can't give you her information we don't you could be at the salon next door right Oh, they're and they're like I don't know where you went but it now takes a simple of typing in my first and last name in google even if I don't have a personal right. website, it's gonna bring up my Facebook, right. that Instagram. Is why, that is why I I stress to these to to like these stylists. Like I get it. My big hair day. Mine is Shay taught me. Yours is like Moda LLC something. Which you're not gonna do with murder my name. Say it. You know, particularly what I mean? my personal brand. It is Kyra Hunter LLC. But no, my it's studio. It's, it's Moda Deluxe. Studio. Moda Deluxe on all studio. social media platforms and website. Moda Deluxe Studio at all social media platforms <laughs> and website. You can reach Kyra. Right. She is available for all natural hair services. She also does partial foil. She does um, coloring and she does cut and she does natural hair maintenance as well as sewing. <laughs> Don't think, put me in sewing, and I'm not paying for that ad. No sewing. But I would do so. Sew-in. I'll do a sewing. Um, no, I'll I cut, apologize. I'll cut your sewing. I apologize. I'll cut and color a sewing, but I won't do I an think, install. Listen, I apologize. I do it. If only Sheila would teach me how to do the best braiding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I I apologize for that. No, but wait. I, so I think that the overlying uh, resolution is. If the owners and managers switch their focus from controlling every single little thing that the stylist does into making their focus how to create a culture and a salon and a learning and a working environment where the stylist wants to be there, then they don't have to worry about the leaving. They don't have to worry about... The underlying, like, sly, you know, yeah. stealing, like, you know, that's the issue. And that's the, that's well, look, the issue. I just want to kind of go back to, to what I was trying to say. The So, Kyra's name says her name in it. Your name says My Big Hair Day. And the re- the reason why I made this point, and the point got kind of disheveled, <laughs> but the, the reason why I made this point is that a lot of people say they have these names that don't connect with them, so it's not searchable. Which right? I can agree with. So yep. your name is searchable, yep. right? It's Kyra Hunter, you know. LLC. LLC. I'm sorry, I have a memory problem. But your Moda Deluxe, right? Yep. It might not Limited be searchable. No, so, Moda Deluxe Well, if I'm just saying from... Kyra or Moda Deluxe, I'm just saying from a guest who comes in 
so yours is attached like that because you're yeah. a business woman, right? Yeah. So we're talking about the typical sal um, salon stylist, you know, behind the chair, right? Yeah. She might not know this, and this is this is what our, our podcast is for, right? So if you're using these names, mine, my personal is my hairstylist life. It's not searchable. So sometimes, so I also it's not have searchable. Like a, I also have a Facebook. You know, if a guest, if a guest only knows me as Shay, mm -hmm. she doesn't know my hairstylist life. Mm -hmm. She might not know my, my last name, Shay Davis. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So how is she searching me if I have a name that might not kind of cue so, it up? And That's all is, I'm saying. Right. And this so kind of create that balance of having an Instagram that has a nice name, but make sure that you put your first and your last name, especially the name tagged to what your clients are used to referring you as so that they can get in touch with you. Right. That's really important. And this no, goes back good. to it goes back to language though, because if that is what his pretty much like rebuttal is, hey, this is why I don't want you to create your own platform because I notice your social media name is Hot Bunny Cross Buns. Throw it back to me too like there's no connection. No, it's hot <laughs> dot bunny underscore, underscore cross bun seventy five. <laughs> it's it so it again, but it's that language, but then also on the flip side, if he's not Would explaining you guys like the refill? I'm actually good, thank you. But you two can have your third and fourth we're, we're and bad fifth girls. and sixth. Okay, we're not gonna wine shame on this show. No, no. not at all. No. Not, Not at all, as shame. we have our two wine bottles sitting on the table right now. But, to what I was saying, if he's not making a point of that, and this uh, stylist who DM'd you, she should take it upon herself of now using this as pretty much like a business meeting. Right. Hey, I know you don't want me to do this, but I feel as though I should do this, and it's point, not obviously only what it is beneficial to her, but you have to do the flip side of how is this going to be beneficial to you as the salon owner? And I guarantee you, she will win him over if she presents herself in a well manner. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Right? Make it like serious. That. Like, be professional. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, see how it goes. Right. And decide if that is something you can live with or it's something you cannot. And right. if it's not, then... And make Girl, sure that. that you have <laughs> make sure that you have that conversation and plan in for a, the conversation. Yeah, like in a yes. private space. Don't have it like make at the special, front desk. Yeah, or, make um, a time for it. Mm -hmm, you know, give it a half hour. Like no, make your owner see that it's important to you. It's not a side project. It's important. Right. Right. So uh, my next question that I received is actually I, I stole this from um, behind the chair what would you do so hashtag behind the chair what would you do SOS my client is taking photos of my swatch book to do her own color retouches at home what should I do how many hours do you think that you've spent in colored glasses Kyra <laughs> well over each color class is like a good like four to six hours. Do you even know the answer? Like, I don't know. Well over a hundred minimum. Well, let's just start. I spent two months in Dallas taking color classes, and then that was just a half 
that wasn't even a hack. That was like a I probably spent years of my life yeah, in color that's what I'm saying. And the last time that I colored my hair, I created an experiment and it did not come out correct. So I would say let her fuck it up because she's coming back. And it's gonna be double the price. <laughs> it's gonna be double the price. <laughs> but do you actually do you actually give her your swatch books to take pictures of? Like do you do you I don't feed use swatches this? at all. I use zero swatches, period. I am not a swatch fan either. No. So because I do use swatches. Yeah, you do use swatches. But the thing is I would never let them take a picture because then number one, swatches are it's artificial. Do you You're show your guests have... your swatches? So I show them the swatches. But at the same time, it's not a realistic approach. This is just giving them my idea. So now, that idea you're taking a picture of, now just yeah. comes totally unattainable. See, I don't even mm. trust them to, like, handle the idea because I think they block out during consultation. That it's an idea. That, that it's an idea. And they think, oh, why didn't it look... Like, you can say, like, I'm just using this as a starting point. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they're, you're thinking, like, you're saying all the things, right? And you know it. Yeah. But then they just see the swatch, and then everything else is black out until the end when they're like, oh, why is my hair not like the, like the swatch? And you're like, well, your hair's not plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. right. Your hair is not short, meaning pigment. Right. <laughs> you're actually a person. Right. Like, this is all I mean, done from a level 12 I'm not and colored in. other stylists, like, using swatches, but I, I personally am not a swatcher. But I would, I don't know, if she's going to do take pictures, like, go ahead, like... And that's my thought, too. It's like, it what are you going to do with that. the picture? You going to go to CVS and hold up that picture next to that Clairol box? Yeah. It's going to be it's orange, not gonna red, red, like, yellow. It's going to happen. Right. Yeah. It's one of those, our best life lessons in general is from when we fail. Go ahead. Go to CVS and yeah. get it. You'll be back. She'll learn. So, I mean, the answer is, like... I'm not giving it to you, but if that's something that you want to try, then, I mean, have fun. So if somebody asked for a swatch, I would say, well, I don't really use swatches because I don't show swatches because it doesn't give a realistic um, expectation of what the end result is. And if they still wanted to see it, I would probably still say no. Because I learned that from you, Shay, because you're a no girl. I'm no all the time. I'm a yes girl, but except for that, I learned no from you. Nope. And I'm the mean one. She's like, no, no. <laughs> She's gets her like. I offer I an was thinking about things. No, I think I want to go a little bit warmer. No, let's <laughs> let's just put this I into want... perspective. So <laughs> when I left the salon, all my guests had a free fall, free for all because oh, Sarah yeah. said yes yeah. to everyone, <laughs> and she was like, oh, I turned such and such hair purple. Oh, I gave such and such a bang. Okay, six weeks later. Shit, I have to turn their hair back to brown. They don't like their bang. The only person... I said no for a reason. <laughs> but then they had their heyday with me, and then they all went back except for one slash two people. Allison. So my you remember no. Allison? No, I don't, I'm, I'm horrible no, with names, so let's not play that game. You remember. With the, all the gray hair? She has, like, some gray, but she's, like, no. a talker. And, and then yeah, Janet, so, Janet Finlayson. I know Janet because she does the. No, but she loves to talk books with you. They both still remember you and they both still love you so much. Nerdy. But I switched to uh, Janet. I'm the nerd, guys. I, yeah, you're the nerd and they love that. I switched um, Al- Well, Allison's like super warm now and it's like a ton of pastel YO. Because she sees herself as a redhead. 
And then, um... Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. And then Janet, like, um, I took a lot of... I switched her to deep. Oh. Yeah. Because she's so coarse. Yes. Okay. It works better, right? Oh, yeah. It's... So... (laughs) ADD. Um... I feel like we talked a lot about the Skyrim question. question. <laughs> I totally forgot <laughs> it. I forgot about it. Um, oh, no, we got it. We got it. No, because we like slide off. I mean, these conversations, it's like background conversations. They kind of just go from here all the way to the left. Yeah, it's not Q&A. No, it's not. And so I think the best way to wrap it up is Wait, to wrap Skyrim it up with some corner. grounding information. And that grounding information is from Kyra. I'm the serious one because yeah. according to Shay, I'm so mean. No, no, no. Yeah, I I'm really nice. I didn't. I'm really nice. Am I well, mean? I might have. No, I'm nice. I don't know about either one of you. <laughs> it's because you're not in your right mind frame. Because wine will do it to you guys. You're not wine shaming, Kyra. I know, but that's why I love that we have wine on the show because I feel like it just opens up everyone. <laughs> Yes, it does. So tell us some insight. So yes, this is Kyra's consultation corner, and it's actually funny uh, of what I'm going to discuss today because it kind of plays hand in hand hmm. of uh, your last uh, part about uh, the behind the chair um, post. I'm excited as far as the coloring. So this whole uh, episode today, I've been talking about like language. Language is very important. Language mm-hmm. is very important. Mm-hmm. Language is very important, particularly in our consultations. Oh, yes. Okay. It's one thing to, obviously, we want our clients to feel great, but we need to give them the reality and what is going to be the true, realistic outcome for them. The reason I'm thinking about this is because I came upon something that I don't like. Okay. In the industry. Your opinion is already stance. I don't like it. It is very similar to something of like the blow dry bars. Where I'm like, at first with blow dry bars, I had a stance. I'm like, eh. But then it's like, I get it. It's for kind of like that in and out executive. Yeah, exactly. But they're still going to stick to the regular salon. Cool. Great. We set that standpoint. Now we have something called a Madison Reed. Oh, so I've heard of them. Have you heard of them, Sarah? No. Okay. There's a couple different types, too. It's not just them. It's not just them. So So I've heard, I don't know. So so Madison Reed, I guess, is the streamline of this. Madison Reed is essentially that blow-dry bar, but Mm -hmm. it is for hair color. You go in, you get consultations as far as your hair color. They mix you up that formulation that you guys have agreed upon, bottle it up for you, and you take it home and you can do your own application. They do not apply color in-house from my research and understanding. They don't apply color in-house. This is more of a place that you go to to get your color formulated for your in-between hair color service. So like a Sally's on steroids. Pretty much. I went to Sally's today. On steroids? I bought all the pins. So you were on oh. steroids. Sally, Sally's. Sally's has the best pins. 
Wow. But I always do love being in Sally's, buying pins, because I peek in on the color people in the other aisle. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, what you always you see somebody that has, like, orange regrowth. Right. Like, and, like, wet, it's, like, wet, and they're there to try to, it's like. It's like they were running. They, they, like, ran from the bathroom to there. I saw a girl today. She had, like, red hair and blonde roots. Um... No, I do love to poke around in Sally's because they do have the best pins than let it grow And see, but things like that, it's like I tread lightly because it's like, do I want that person as a client or am I just going to shut my mouth and just continue to shopping on my own? Well, for the longest time, especially like being like an Aveda colorist, like you've got the people that like just think that Aveda and Whole Foods are the same. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I just got this thing at Whole Foods. You're like, um, I had this girl, oh, one of my guests the other day, she was like, I got this, like, shampoo at Whole Foods, and I hate it. Her hair was, like, legit, like, you poured a melted candle amount of wax on there. Yeah, no. I was like, stop. Yeah, Right? No. Because just because, like, you trust, like, because the name Whole Foods doesn't mean everything in there is, you know, natural and awesome, like... And even so, even if it's natural and awesome, doesn't mean it's good for your hair. So I think that I would prefer if my guests did not color their own hair in between. Um, And that's my thing. It goes back to that language. Yeah. Because it's one thing you're saying, like, yeah, no, I want you to come back to me for your your colors, your touch-ups. I need you to use this shampoo and conditioner to help um, with the longevity of your color and the faders and such. When you're, like, basically talking down to them right. and saying, like, nope, I just don't want you to do it, there needs to be a why and right. an understanding. And not only of, like, you giving them the why and the understanding, but then having them basically kind of give you the head nod back of, like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I understand. They need to trust you as the professional. Right. So, but, okay, let me come in on the side, way from the left-hand side, right? <laughs> if my guest was to color their hair from anybody, would I not prefer someone who is giving them color re- recommendations that has a cosmetology license? Because from my understanding, these Madison... No? Okay. No. Because from my understanding, these these Madison Reed professionals have a license. So I'm just thinking of my one guest who comes in, she gets her hair done, and then she gets her hair done, or she does it herself three times in between, and then she comes in, and it's like... She has um, bands galore. Yeah, so it's like, would it be almost better if she's still coming to you thinking of what Sarah said about my seasonal guest... But at least during that time, I want seasonal, but I don't want them like doing other stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna say no on that personally. I'm just trying to throw in the. You ever get a walk-in color, and you start yeah, looking through their hair, it's and a, it's all it, now it's a color correction. It's all professionals. Yeah. But it's like you saw the last professional, the professional before that, the professional, and this before is the that. main reason: different color lines. And different colorists. Yes. Like, even you're, within the same salon. You're, that Madison Reed, is it a Madison Reed color? That Madison Reed color is going to trans differently oh, yeah. for Wella, for Aveda. Just because you sat there and put what is a Madison Reed, a 5G, a level 5 gold, that Wella, our gold is a 5 stroke 3. And 
honestly, that five stroke three does not even exist in Wella because that undertone is just not a concept for Wella. It's more of like you're intertwining probably two different color tubes for that. Um, right? You get what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it may be in the same tonal family, but it's not the it's same not exact that. thing. Yeah, your gold isn't somebody else's gold. It isn't somebody else's gold. So, so yes, it may be done by compression. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I mean, I, I like to be in control because I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm also the professional. I'm the beauty professional in their life. Right? So, ultimately, like, I want my guests to come to me first before they go to others. Right. You know, so whether it's, like, about Botox or skin care or makeup or, you know, like, a color, hair styling. Like, I want I'll them to come to me before YouTube. I'll yeah. teach them how to... I'll teach you how to color your hair. Yeah. Like, but I think, I'm going to teach you how to do everything. I'll tell you, like, about gel. I'll talk to you about, like, silk wrap. Like, what I, I think that's a miss in our industry. I'm not going to say everyone, but I think it's a, a, a 60% miss. Is that when we see our guests, we're so busy, like, you know, putting on the... I am this person. I'm, I'm your like friend. the entertained person yes. that I that I miss the opportunity to be like I am the educator and I am the person in charge of this service yeah. and educating them and telling them about different things. Right. We don't teach our guests how to blow dry, how to style, right. how to use this product. Yeah. We just oh how was your weekend? Oh this yeah. blah 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 blah, and then we kind of go on. And I think that's the reason why these Madison Reeds or the like can come in and be a problem okay, to us. Let's do this. There's three of us here. Who has a massage therapist that you're loyal to? I don't. That's zero. Who has a makeup artist? I don't. That's no. a zero. Who has an esthetician? I've got a one. I don't. Who's I'm got like a waxer? 50, 50. Who's got a waxer? 50-50. What do you mean, fifty fifty? Like so my waxer and my thing, uh, and my um, my thing, <laughs> and my um, facialist, y'all. I go to her. I've been to her my last two times, and I do like her. But she could be. If another girl. opportunity came, I'm yeah. sorry, but I would. Do, do you have a hairstylist you're loyal to? Yes, Kyra. I do. So and he is gonna be most, a guest on here most soon. Most people. <laughs> have a hairstylist in their life and that is the one beauty professional in your life so a lot of people go to their hair person for all of their beauty Mm, needs you know what I mean so it's like even though like we're not I'm not an esthetician and I'm not a waxer and I used to be a makeup artist and you know but I still it's up to us as cosmetologists to still kind of like touch on all those things and to tell your person that I'm in charge of your color. Yeah, <laughs> I own you. <laughs> I'm in charge of your color and if you go like around town then you're going to get the around town reputation I'm going to see it in your hair. Yeah, that's you're going to be the hoe in a salon. <laughs> your color yes. is going to be And I don't want no hoe guests. <laughs> right. like, I like my guests pure. pure I'm just like with your guy. hair color, your color is going to be I don't like hoe guests. <laughs> I like pure. I'm not. Guys, we're tripping. We're going to be in trouble. Why? We're yeah, tripping. So the new tough. title of this episode is <laughs> No Hoe Guests. <laughs> 
that's what it is. <laughs> but yes, that is Kyra's consultation. Yeah, corner. But the the language is important to tell them why that they need to be. Yeah. You know, loyal, like, why they can't just, like, put any old thing on their head and then, because then they're going to have porosity issues, and then styling products aren't going to work the same, and, and they don't know, and you do have to assume that they don't know. You just have to assume that every single person is dumb. Like, when I walk into, like, the salon, I just assume that my people don't know anything, right? Yeah. When Start I walk into from the, the classroom, like, I really don't know what they don't know. So it's like, I could have, like, a major, like, serious, like, person. She does, like, bridal every weekend. You know, like, she's, like, an editorial, like, artist specialist. I don't know her. I just assume she doesn't know she doesn't anything. Know. right. And I just explain every single little thing. Yeah. yeah. Leave it to Kyra to, like, put this big bomb on Kyra's us. Like, we're on a schedule here, people. Not even <laughs> that. It's just leave it to her to put this, like, big, exci- like, not exciting. I don't want to say exciting, but, like, this bomb that we all have to pay attention to. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is the reason for her corner. Stuff is coming. I'm, like, walk- is I'm walking around with the ruler ready to tap your hand. <laughs> yeah. Nope. 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 But you know what? If we're letting them, I mean, if you want to, like, put us, I'm letting everybody run <laughs> free. And yeah. Kyra's reeling us in. I, this is what I'm here for. Yeah. So thank you for our second episode of Shop Therapy Podcast. I hope you got your weekly therapy session. I hope you guys were having your drinks. I got Rose, if you yes. were doing it with us. Um, Crack those bottles. Yes. And um, we will see you next week. We will. God um, willing. The hair gods willing. We will. We have someone amazing lined up yeah. for you and guys um he is super eye candy yes it just keeps on getting better and better back. with us you should come <laughs> back and just you'll be here for look that. at him <laughs> i'm gonna be behind the scenes next week yes yes <laughs> All right. so like we say cheers cheers until next time until next time guys bye bye Stay connected off the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Shop Therapy. Until next time, cheers, beauties and gents.